You are listening to the Old School Movement Podcast with Daz, Chris and Steve. You understand. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Old School Movement Podcast. My name's Daz. I'm Chris. And I'm Stax. And you guys know that we love everything 80s, whether it's like films, fashion, but you know, we always talk about cartoons and action cartoons. cartoons. Action-packed cartoons is a thing that we love. Um, We always prop up and and mention cartoons, but today we've got a special treat for you, ladies and gentlemen, because on today's show, we've got one of the voices or one of the most phenomenal cartoons of the 80s. On the Old School Wins podcast today, we have Gary, ah, touche, <laughs> touche. On the podcast, we have Larry Kenny, who's voiced Lino from the Thundercats, ladies and gentlemen. Let me hear those horns. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Max uh, and uh, Tom and uh, Gary. No, I'm Gary. <laughs> yeah, you're Gary. Oh, no, you're Lino. Forget, look at that. <laughs> Yeah, nice to be with you. We should probably mention that that uh, we were when we first started talking before we went quote on air. I messed yeah. up the guy's name, and they won't let yeah. me forget it. They refused. <laughs> I'm not going to forget. Let it go. So they paid me back. Now we're even. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. We'll move, move on. on. <laughs> so, Larry. So you know, you voice line an amazing character. But what made you want to get into voice acting? How did it start? Well, um, it was a long time ago in a galaxy far away. Oh, wait, that's something else. Something uh, else. <laughs> actually, you know, seriously, my mother tells me that, that from the time I could talk, basically, uh, I was copying things on television, especially cartoons, you know, and that I was kind of mimicking their voices. And then uh, I kept that up, you know, and, and then when I got to school, I, I discovered that um, if you could tell jokes, and, and uh, imitate famous voices, you know, or cartoon voices. The chicks loved that. They, you know, they, they liked <laughs> So I said, nice, I said, nice, I think, nice. I said, I think I found out what I'm going to do for a living. That's life sorted out. <laughs> so, so what was the yeah. first voice that you practiced and mastered and said, yep, I'm showing this to the world? It must be like mm-hmm. the Mel Blanco or the thought, or, you know. Yes, exactly, exactly. That was that was my hero. You know, when I was yeah. growing up in the, in the '50s, you know, 30 years before you guys yeah. were growing up at that same age. And um, in fact, I like to tell people at Comic Cons. Sometimes, you know, they'll say, "Thank you for coming here." You know, and I say, "Are you kidding me?" Listen, I know how it feels because <laughs> when I was a kid, if I heard Mel Blanc was coming to town, uh, or Dawes Butler, or you know, um, Jay Ward, any of those great creators. I would have been the first one online too. You know, I would have spent overnight in ticket line. And I would have been there all three days because because I was you know I was fascinated with those guys yeah. and 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 ladies and um, yeah. So I know you know I know what it's, what it's like and I and I love it when I go to comic cons and you get some of the reactions you know from people. Some people tear up you know because they say you know you are were such a part of my childhood and and that means a lot to me. It really does. Of uh, that's yeah. why. I, I have a great um, feeling of um, uh, pride in the legacy of Thundercats and Silverhawks and the other things that I've done. And um, 
uh, it's because of that, because I know what it, what it means to people, you know. So you, you mentioned Silverhawks, but we, we mainly know you for Thundercats in the UK because um, Silverhawks didn't come out in the UK like, yeah. on, on television, so we're not familiar with that. But we know you've done like computer games as well, like uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Red Dawn Redemption 2 and so on and yeah. so forth. GTA, and was, um, yeah, yeah, Grand Theft Auto and so on. Yeah. And he, he was yeah. also the, the bird for an American cereal with a Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you don't have that over there. You don't, you don't get them over there, do you? We don't get them over there. No, no, no. And, and Count Chocula, were you? Count Chocula, yes. yes. <laughs> right. Frightfully delicious cereal, you know. But don't, <laughs> but don't eat it. It will kill you. Like. It, sounds, it sounds like the one of the Sesame Street. <laughs> One, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh. Oh, hey, pretty good. Yeah, that's right, the count from, from Sesame Street, yeah. But you know what? I always, in the back of my mind, when I was a little kid, it's hard to explain this to people, but when I would watch cartoons or I would watch, that's uh, a night show with Johnny Carson, you know. Mm. Somehow in the back of my mind, I knew I was going to be a part of it. You know, it's crazy. Wow, but yeah. It's, yeah, I, it just... Wow. Yeah. And I didn't tell myself, I didn't tell myself that I'm going to do that someday. I just, looking back now, I remember watching it, not only as an observer, as, as a TV fan, you know, mm -hmm. but thinking the whole time, what would I have done there? I would have made this joke. I would have done that. Yeah. Already, already starting your craft as yeah. from, yeah, young, you know, I guess, like, you know, yeah. building, building, building. Without you know? even knowing. It. And here you are, like, you know, the whole world knows you. <laughs> the whole world knows your character. So the character that we're going to talk about now is Lino. He was yeah. called Li Lionel before, wasn't he? But I didn't want it to sound like Lionel. Apparently, yeah. And you know, I didn't know that until just a few years ago. Mm. Uh, and of course, the show was 35 years ago on mm. TV. Mm. I didn't even know that until uh, when somebody sent me a whole big uh, bound notebook of Lionel, uh, Thundercat stuff. Uh, original like schematics, so. original, wow. uh, original, I, really, original scripts, you know, and things like that. And oh, wow. Lionel was called Lionel <laughs> or yeah. Lionel. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. like I said, I didn't know it back then. I would have asked them back then. I would have asked the people at uh, Rankin Bass, you know, why is it, why is it Lionel? Because uh, in my mind, Superman, his real name was Cal L. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Cal L, and his father was Jarl, yeah, or Marlon Brando. So I wonder, I, I wonder if that's why they they changed it because of you know Lionel, Cal L. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I was thinking because I didn't want to get him confused with Lionel Richie. They've got the afro. <laughs> I was thinking that as well. Skin tones, they could have confused them, so they said let's change it up. <laughs> You've obviously seen the memes, right, with Lionel. Yeah, yes. Lionel uh, Richie. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Because I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure, because Lionel always had a nice puffed out afro. I swear yes. he had an afro comb in his claw, in his paw. <laughs> he had a sly afro comb, didn't he? Like every minute, I'll just comb my hair. <laughs> had to carry it somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what inspired you to... to to bring Lino to life, what what kind of voice were you looking for, for Lino's character? Interesting question. If you think about it, uh, the voices of the Thundercats, uh, in Thundercats, the actual you know the five Thundercats, uh, were not quote cartoon voices. In fact, when when I went to the audition, um, they told us there were lots of people there, you know, and they auditioned probably a thousand people in L.A. and and New York. And, but they said, now, for 
the Thundercats, the Lionel and Tigra and Chitara, Panthro. We don't want, quote, cartoon voices. We want them just to sound like real people. So um, there was no, <clears throat> really no need to come up with a Lionel voice. It's just my voice. Um, but but the difference is, while I'm sitting here talking to you guys, I'll say something like, uh, you know, sort of moments come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. But on TV, it comes out, sore the bowmans, come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. A little more dramatic. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but that's, but that's uh, it was just my voice. Lionel was just my voice. And as a matter of fact, uh, in 2011, when Warner Brothers, who had then bought the rights to the show, um, did a reboot. You guys remember the reboot? Did it come yes, over there? Yeah. Briefly. We got, yeah. it, was, it, it was the it one didn't season. Have a lot of episodes, did they? No, and it, it didn't. It didn't get advertised. A lot of people picked up on it a lot, a lot, a lot late after it came out, and by mm. that time it was too late. One episode, but it, I thought it was drawn really well. Yeah, I did too. The I voice. Thought, yeah, you'd done the voice to that. Yeah, I did. I did Claudius, Lionel's father, in that one. Mm. Oh, yeah. got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it was a great series. I, I really yeah. thought it was going to mm. click. Uh, you never know in this business, you know, they have all the right elements of great mm. cast, great writing, great animation, great music, which we we had all that for first mm. Thundercats. Mm. Uh, and luckily that did click. But I, the 2011 one, I thought had most of the elements, yeah. but it didn't catch on. I think one of the reasons was one of you fellas just said something about they didn't promote it very well. Mm. And uh, the second thing, unfortunately, from what I heard, uh, it's becoming more and more true in in the industry is the toys yeah yeah uh, the ratings were good yeah. on tv but the toy sales were not so good so yeah. they yank it yeah which yeah. is a shame yeah it is because yeah, it, 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 it 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 was it did have promise it's a shame it didn't continue yeah well there's a lot you to know? compete with in these days these days you know got to compete with phones and stuff so toys are hard to yeah imagine hard to sell oh, yeah. it's yeah. electronic gadgets isn't it well yeah. You know, it never occurred to me until this minute, I, I, and I'm being honest about the toy thing. It's always kind of broken my heart that that's, that would cancel a series. You know? Yeah. But if you think about it now, especially with the, the collectors, the incredible market in collecting things, mm -hmm. you know, and selling, uh, you've gone to Comic-Cons, you see rows and rows and rows of people selling yeah. the action figures and all yeah. that. So it's a big, big business now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, I guess you need to sell more toys to um, infiltrate yeah. patriotic. <laughs> yeah, to adults. Yeah, I, I think the generations change. Because most of these, generations these, these toys yeah. at Comic Cons, they're not really to play with. They're just to put in ornaments, like to have like they're being bought by just the generation X. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's yeah. The, I go and buy um, my my daughter, and you know, she's got no interest. If it's not on a tablet on YouTube, they're not or interested not interested, it's totally yeah. it's totally changed. It's such yeah. a shame. It's such it a shame. Is. Childhood to change. I know it's a whole new world. You know, back, back in the day, the to toys made cartoon. You know, look at He Man. He Man. The toy came out before the cartoon, didn't it? It made yeah. the cartoon. Whereas exactly. normally it was always the other way around. And it's such a shame, mm -hmm. like you say, that because of the toy sales, they cancelled the series. And it did yeah. have promise. It did look good. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. Did you see the image of Lionel before you voiced him then? Or, or already seen yeah, we like, did. The, the image? I, I did. And, hmm. Yeah, yeah. They showed us what he's gonna what he would look like. They had some some um, not primitive but original drawings, you know. Uh, first of all, you, I went to the audition and then um, uh, when it's my turn to audition, they hand you um, drawings of all the characters, a little synopsis, maybe a paragraph, what this guy's like or this gal's like, and then in the uh, 
maybe a couple of paragraphs of about the show, you know, what it was going to be because nobody it's, you know, it was brand new. Um, and then, and then they said, they said, pick one Thundercat and one mutant. You know the mutants, right? Yeah, <laughs> the mutants. Mumra's gang. Yeah. My slaves, Jackalman and, and Monkey yes. and the Thundercats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, watch it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. As a, sorry, as, sorry. as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I picked Lionel because I figured he's the the Lord of the Thundercats. He's the boss, you know. That's me. Yeah. And then yeah. for the for the mutants, I picked Jackalman. And uh, uh, for uh, now again, for, for Lion, though, I didn't have to wonder what kind of a voice to do, you know, just do my yeah. voice because yeah. it was just you. And yeah, but for Jekyll Man, for Jekyll Man, I'm thinking, well, first of all, any actor will tell you whether it's, whether it's an animated show or a movie or a play or whatever, uh, any actor loves to play the villain because you yeah. get to really go out mm -hmm. there. You know, yeah. you get yeah. to really emote and, and as we say in the business, chew the scenery. Yeah. You, get yeah. To, you know, uh, I mean, Lionel can do this and this, but Mumra yeah. gets to say, ancient spirits of evil. <laughs> you know? Carry on, carry so, on. You can really go for it. Yeah, you can really go for it. <laughs> but I, I liked, I liked, the, uh, I liked the, the drawing of Jackal Man that they had. So I think I'll do Jackal Man. Now, what kind of a voice do I do? Well, to me, they were always kind of a sneaky, yeah. creepy, crafty kind of a, you know, yeah. like a wolf yeah. or a word. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, I'm making friends. And then suddenly I got this, uh, this in my head, I, I started channeling an old show when I was a kid that I don't know if you guys got over there, but it was called um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Adventures yes. Rocky. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, there was a character called Snidely Whiplash, if you recall. I don't remember. He was this, he was the prototype villain he wore a big top hat had a mustache yeah. like this hello now i'm going to tie you to the railroad track <laughs> so <laughs> i thought <laughs> i thought that might work that might work for jackal man you know so that's what yeah. i did i did uh, um how what the first line i did for it in the audition was um, we must get the thundercats yes <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Love yes. that. <laughs> Love that. Lo all the characters, all the voices were so distinctive in the Thundercats. Were, Everybody, yeah. you could, yeah. you, you know, you could hear a voice go, "That's him, that's him, that's yeah. him," so on and so forth. But <clears throat> yeah, why did why didn't you choose Mumra? I've never been asked that question, and I don't know. I don't know why I didn't uh, choose him. I, I just don't have an answer for you. I think I, I think I saw the picture of Jekyll Man first, yeah. and they had him drawn like. Mumra would have been fun to do, but, but you know, it turned out that Mumra was a very hard character to do. Earl Hammond, who portrayed him, uh, he worked harder than anybody else in the, in the series because, you know, two or three times an episode, he was doing that ancient spirit of evil, and he would roar, you know, transform! Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the sweat would be coming down his face. <laughs> and you know, yeah. And you know, um, you know, Mumra on, on screen, when he did all that, he would there would be this drool coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Earl, Earl did that. He, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but <laughs> it, it, 
after about the first two or three tapings, whenever we saw that uh, one of his lines coming up uh, where he was going to do that, we'd all go, we'd back up against the wall. And he would go, and the stuff would be coming down his chin. And he would go, transform this decade. <laughs> we loved to watch it, but it was messy. One, I remember one time, the second second uh, um, season, I think, uh, I brought in a, a big piece of clear plastic, mm. about 20 feet long, like Gallagher, you know Gallagher, the comedian? And uh, every time he had to do that, we, we all picked it up, put it in front of us. Like, <laughs> do you have a living? <laughs> but that speech, that Mumra, that's the biggest. Yeah, that was my favorite. That. I love that bit. Like, and it was yeah. so creepy as well, but they had that music behind it. They just hyped it into some creepiness. It was, oh yeah, it was big. Yeah. It was big. I did, actually, I did play Mumra on um, the DVD box set. They, they came out with a DVD box set, a DVD box set, yeah. and Earl had passed away by that time. Right. And uh, they asked me if, if I would do uh, just a little short Mumra for, um, it was a like, like, like a lot of those DVD box sets there are added features, you know, yeah, to them. Yeah, 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 Otherwise, yeah. why pay an extra hundred dollars, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, there was some kind of sort of, I think it was some kind of a, a, an interactive game for kids to play. And if, if they won, you know, Mumra would say, ancient spirits of evil, you won, you listen to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did play him for a little bit. But oh, uh, nice. Earl was- You got to play him. Yeah. yeah. I got to play him, yeah. Did you also voice Snarf as well? I played, no, not Snarf, but I, yes, actually I did play Snarf very briefly on uh, Family Guy. Oh, right. oh yeah, that was Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, did you get Family Guy over yeah. there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, sorry to be so yeah. naive. I just, I haven't. No, 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 it's fine. Long time. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, we got a call from um, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yeah. He's a genius. Yeah. He had, he had, he had played Lion though on a couple of very brief, uh, Lionel appearances on Family Guy, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. And I thought he was, he was pretty good, but for some reason he called us and said we'd like Larry to play Lionel in this little short bit we have coming, you know, coming up on episode. Yeah. So I did, and it's I don't know if you ever saw the episode, but there it's, it's in San Francisco. Yeah. And um, Peter Griffin, you see Peter Griffin, and one of the other people in the show. I think it's um, um, Quahog. What's his name? Quagmire. Quagmire. So they show them in a car driving in San Francisco. And at one point, Peter Griffin says, yeah, but you find a lot of unusual couples living together in this town, huh? <laughs> and uh, the very next, then they shoot to a scene, an interior scene with Lionel standing in the middle of an apartment. Mm. And he's just kind of staring off into space. And all of a sudden, Chitara comes walking up and she says uh what's going on he says oh um <clears throat> nothing i'm just well i got a bad feeling that mumra is up to something i'm not sure what it is and she says i'm going to the can and she walks in the bathroom yeah. whereupon <laughs> <laughs> lionel takes the sword of omens 
points it toward the bathroom door and says, everybody, everybody, sort of all women. Give me sight. Beyond yeah, sight. <laughs> That's wicked. At which point, at which point, Snarf comes running by and says, what you doing, Lionel? Lionel says, huh? Oh, um, I just, uh, you want to get stoned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never played Snarf, but I did play a character called Snarf Egbert. Remember that at all? It yeah. was his uncle, or it was Snarf's yeah. uncle, or something. Oh, like that. okay. Snarf okay. Egbert. Yeah. Until, I thought Egbert was, was. I thought that was Snarf's surname. Uncle. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. uncle. His oh, uncle. Yeah. Okay. Uncle okay. Because, I do remember another one being in a couple of episodes. Yeah. Like an uncle or a relative. As well as as well as doing Lino, um, Larry, and you, you said you've done Jack Woman, uh, a bit of Snarf and so on. You also done Safari Joe as well, right? Safari Joe, that's right. You got a problem with that, mate? It's a lot of that character. It's a lot of that character. Seeing Safari Joe kind of made me realize that you guys are on Earth because there's also humans. It's not everybody's an, an animal. Or, a slice right. of jackal and a monkey and it it brought it yeah. home mm. <laughs> it, it, it was like a cartoon planet of the apes but not just apes there's every animal now yeah. <laughs> now you can right. talk and you know run around and wear vests yeah. where you just show your abs like you did but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but safari joe was that someone that you chose uh well, after the initial auditions and they decided who they wanted to play Lion O and Jackal Man and all the other characters, then we started recording and then more more characters would be written into the show. You know, you only record 13 shows originally, you present it to a network. If they buy it, then you start, you know, making more, going like hell, because the writers have to write new mm. scripts, the animators have to animate new things, you know, so yeah. Uh, and then they have to, to, for the show to evolve, of course, they have to add characters and situations. Mm. It's like any, any entertainment thing. Mm. Um, so um, whenever a, a new character appeared, we would, in the studio, as we were recording, uh, the, the director would say, um, Lee Doniker, she'd say, who wants, to, who wants to show me what they can do with this character? You know? And you would kind of audition again right. in the studio. Yeah, and then we would all decide amongst ourselves. Uh, he he does it best. Let's let him do. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. uh, all the voices you've heard in all 130 episodes, every voice was one of us, five or six people. Right. So that yeah. was a lot of voices for each of us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and were you all in the studio together, doing all this, like bouncing off each other and stuff? Oh yeah. Oh that. Yeah. Was, yeah. We were always we were always all in the studio. Yeah. And it was so great. These days, they don't record things like that, you know. Mm, mm, um, separate, I've been doing some work on on uh, Teen Titans Go over here again. I don't know if you if you get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I've been recording some episodes for them, and then we also did a new Thundercats, mm. about twelve or thirteen episodes. It was fifteen minutes long mm. Mm. on okay. Cartoon Network. Okay, people over here hate. People hated it here. It was drawn differently. The Thundercats Roar. It looked more like Teen Titans. Oh, show. the Thundercats Roar. Yeah. 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 Thundercats Roar. Yeah. I played I played uh, I played Jaga in that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We all did lots of different characters. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, Larry. Every time you say Thundercats, you sound like Lino. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. Well, you know, uh, you know, I was, you know, you know, I was on a TV show called Thundercats. But the thing is, when you were in the studio, you know, bouncing off each other, did you have the sword of Thundera in your hand, and did you know, did Panther have the nunchucks? Was there any props? Did, did you have the props? No, like get the no, feeling. Oh, yeah, Hyman with some nunchucks. No, yeah. no, we, we no, didn't have any of that. We tried something unique, which was called acting. You don't need it. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I. Uh, no, I can't imagine. I can't remember exactly how many times I had to hold my arm up like that with nothing in it and go, Sword of Omens, come to my hand. But yeah. no, you didn't have any props. You wouldn't have felt better with a sword. That's what we though. thought. We thought they might have a prop just to make you feel a bit. Yeah. yeah. Make you feel all powerful. You know that yeah. I wish I had thought of it back then. Of course, they hadn't, <laughs> yeah. made, the, they hadn't made the swords yeah. yet, the toy swords. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, very true. Very yeah. true. People ask me every once in a while, did you have to do redo that Thundercats oh, oh every mm -hmm. time it showed up in the script? Uh, mm -hmm. Good question, but I, uh, yes, I did. I did. Did you? Uh, people think. I would have thought. Yes. Yeah. People think that you would. They would take one and record it. You know, get the best yeah. one. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and then just and yeah. then just zip yeah. it in there. That's fresh time, every time. No. Yeah. Yeah. They wanted me to do it every time. Yeah. The recording would have done. Would have been done to tape back then. Oh yes, exactly. so it's very exactly. difficult to just keep exactly. packing that in. It, nowadays, not a problem. Yeah. But back then in tape, you can't. You oh yeah, can't do that. bunch of button. Yeah, yeah. delete and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It was a lot, everything was a lot different back then. So how did it when you were in the studio? Say, say you you had a, an episode where you had Safari Joe, Jackalman, and Liner. Would you do yeah. all of that at the same time, or record separately, or would you have like a conversation with yourself and bounce yeah. back and forward? I personally enjoyed doing it and did do it every time uh, in what we call real time. Real time, yeah. yeah. If I had if a scene, if scene where, where Jackalman is talking with Lionel, uh, I think all the rest of the actors, when they had that situation, of course, I had that situation more than everybody else because yeah. Lionel is the lead the main guy and he's in more situations like that. But I liked to do it where it would be like, if this was a script, it would be like, Jackalman. What do you think you're doing here? Well, I you know we came to see what you people are doing. Get out of here right now. We're not going, you know. Uh, I had <laughs> more fun doing it that way. It's a lot better. Yeah, I had yeah. more fun doing it that way. That's, that's, and yeah. um, I think it kept the flow better because when you edit, anytime you edit, yeah. uh, it sounds like you guys know, you, you get some little different, like because... You might have taken a breath differently than the other take, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And words might have sounded different. I just thought it was more fun to do it that way. So I always did it that way. Yeah, yeah. it sounds so yeah, natural. Yeah. That's amazing. That's, yeah. a, that's a real talent. Like, yeah. To be able to, to, be able to do right. that, it's too it's, yeah, that's amazing. So Larry, tell us, tell us, when did you realize that Fun of Cats was a big hit? Or did you realize Fun of Cats was going to be a big hit? I had a moment uh, when I re it really hit me. First of all, you know, in this business, whether it's an animated TV show or another kind of TV show, a movie or whatever, uh, when you're producing it, you never know what's, you know. When we started doing Thundercats, after a few shows, like we would go to lunch and then we, amongst ourselves, the actors, we'd say, you know, this is a well-written show. It's, you know, it's, it's good. And then we, saw, then we saw the animation coming back. And that, because you do the, you do the voice first and then animate to that, you know. 
We said, wow, this is good animation. Yeah. Then the, as soon as we heard the music, we went, oh, man. Remember that music? Oh, my, it, that, it's, my, it catches uh, you straight you, away, doesn't what, it? it catches you. What do you think of that tune, Larry? What, oh, it's great. When you hear that, do the, do the hairs in the back yeah. of your neck stand? Do you, all the way. Yeah, well, it, it, makes, it makes you just go, whoa! You know, because that, that was never heard on cartoons before, that heavy metal music, yeah. that guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we, so we, we, you know, we were starting to say things like, I think this show could, could do well, you know, I think. And then 13 weeks would go by and we got, we got uh, up, renewed for another 26 weeks. And, and one day, about a week before Christmas, two weeks before Christmas, in uh, probably in the middle of season two, I don't know. I walked into a, a Toys R Us store huge toy store and uh, Christmas shopping. And the last time I had been there and I, I walked to this one second where all the action figures were and it, there was a whole row of, of, of He-Man and a whole row of um, probably Ninja Turtles, you know, the ones that were popular in the day. This day when I walked in, I looked and there were three aisles, both sides of the aisle, of all Thundercat stuff. And I said, my God, the show's a hit. <laughs> this show is big. <laughs> and, and, and you'll love this story. And it's true, I, I swear. Yeah. I'm walking along and I pass, uh, go around the corner and this is where they got all the Thundercats action figures. And these two little boys, maybe 10 and eight, are looking at them, you know. And I heard this one kid say, um, I'm gonna get Panthro, he's the coolest one. The other kid says, nah, nah, Tiger is the best. I'm going to get Tiger. Well, I couldn't help myself, you know. So I said, hey, guys, why don't you get Lionel? He's the one that says, Thundercats, ho! They looked at me like, I, they looked at me like, you know, probably like I was a pedophile or something. <laughs> so, so I just walked away. But I got about, I got about three steps, and I heard the one kid say to the other one, he didn't even sound like Lionel. <laughs> Only they knew. And that's what I thought. I thought you, I thought you little bastard. If you, if you only knew. <laughs> Don't you know I'm Lord of Fundera? You bastard, you, you little fucker. <laughs> Don't write me for a goddamn picture, okay? <laughs> oh, I hope they hear this now and think, man, that yeah, was exactly. him. That was him that wow, day. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, I, I've always hoped, and I still hope that someday at a Comic Con or somewhere, somebody's going to come up to me and say, Do you remember Toys R Us? Mm. I, was, I was one of those kids. I think that would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> but I wanted to buy Panfro. Yeah. But, <laughs> sp speaking of Panfro, what I love about, and the music, what I love about the Thundercats music, that Panfro and the Tank had a theme tune. Just, yeah, just, just for that. Did, yeah. And that, yeah. I remember watching it and going, hold on, this is a Mr. T moment. He this was like a Mr. T in the Thundercats. Do you know what I mean? Na, 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 na. I was like, mate, this, 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 this tank, this panthro was a bad man. In those days, they always had a message at the end, like, make sure you kids drink milk or something, whatever they would say at the end. Like, but, it, but it was like He-Man and Master of the Universe and Thundercats, it was like they were having a battle of who could send the best message, yeah, at, message the end, at the end. And, 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 and who could have the best, best yeah. strain sentence. Do you remember the strain sentence, like, when you go, I must move my leg. Like, just do he man and you both did that. Like, who was the Love best that. at stalling sentences? If I could just lift this 
rock. Me. Me. <laughs> Without doubt. <laughs> they, they loved The rest of the cast loved it every time I had to go, Panthro, Chitara, my leg. I can't move. <laughs> You like battle rappers. You was like challenging <laughs> for that style. I loved it. I loved it. But you did always come up on top, Lido. Big up. Larry, is it right? I, I heard that um that psychologists used to read scripts to make sure there was mm -hmm. their messages in there for, for, for you to get across to kids. Is yeah. that right? That is true. That wow. is true. Uh the reason for that is at one point back in the late 70s, a group of people uh, in the United States uh, started, women started a group called the um, Committee for Nonviolence in, in, in Youth Programming, something mm -hmm. like that, you know, because there had been yeah. a lot of talk had been going around about the violence in cartoons. Mm -hmm and the overselling of the toys and all that kind of stuff and this movement became even larger so that's why really thundercats came about because uh jules rankin and arthur bass and their people rankin bass uh decided let's make let's make a cartoon show that addresses those issues that's why um the thundercats were not never going around starting fights and killing people and all mm. that kind of stuff they would always give the other guy, even Mumra, a chance to do the right thing, mm. which he wouldn't. And then they'd have to kick his ass, you know, but initially <laughs> they would give him the chance at least. Uh, so that's, that's how I come. Yeah. But there actually was, um, I think it was two or three psych child psychologists who mm. um, read every script. And of course I wasn't privy to, to uh, I wasn't there with them when they did it. Or mm. I know for a fact they, they did have those people. But I don't know how the discussions went or anything like that. But they would decide uh, probably shouldn't probably shouldn't use this scene or or do that. You know? Yeah, yeah. You're saying yeah, it's strange then why they gave Lion a sword of omens because you know you used to be able to fire lightning or whatever mm -hmm. out of it. You'd never see him slash anyone. You'd never actually. see him. Yeah. You know, you use it as a sword. So it's funny why they yeah. used why they gave him such a you know such a weapon as a sword. Interesting point. But then that, that, would, that would appeal to boys, though, wouldn't it? Because you know, boys are always gonna, like, especially oh, back yeah. then, it's a gun or a sword, or <laughs> yeah, sure. Know. I suppose he he had his claw thing as well. He had the glove, didn't he? he had the yeah. glove, which was like a, a big part. Yeah, afro comb. The afro comb stuck in the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As I recall, uh, and it's been a long time, uh, but Lionel would use that the force of the sword maybe to like, I don't know dislodge a big boulder that would yeah. stop them in their tracks or something yeah, like that pick something up yeah move yeah. something yeah. more yeah. of a handy yeah. tool than a weapon that's how i remember it yeah yeah, yeah. a good yeah. screwdriver <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so are you are you still doing voices for cartoons now is it yes i'm uh yeah i've done uh, last week i did a couple of episodes of teen titans go mm. uh i played a character named the chief and um, that's the only uh, animated series I'm working on right now. I'm still doing uh, uh, commercials has always been my, my yeah. main thing. You know, yeah. lots and lots of yeah. commercials, Count Chocula, Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Do you have Skittles candy over there? Skittles? Yep, yep. yep. I was going to ask yeah. you about that. Taste the rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the guy Taste at the, the end. Of yeah. all of Feel the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
love that. I love that. Yeah, that did make it a growth. Love the skills yeah. adverts. Love the skills adverts. You know, it's funny because uh, it's very rare in the voiceover business when you you keep an account for more than a few years. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you'll do all, all the commercials for some for some company for a few years, and then they they change their direction of their advertising or whatever. And, uh, you know, you say, well, that was a good run three years ago. Mm. Chocula and, and um, Cocoa Puffs, both I did for almost 40 years. Wow. For 39 and 38 and 39 years I did those wow. two. And even today, uh, I still have Skittles I've been doing for, I think, 22 years. Wow. So I'm very proud of that. that I, you, know, wow. um, you must have a cupboard full of Skittles and a cupboard full of... <laughs> Cocoa Pops <laughs> cereals, like, all around your house. You would never run out. Amazing. Do you remember the scene, Larry, in Thundercats when Slife, Slife Jackalman and Munkin were surrounding Lino and they wanted to get the Sword of Omens and he wanted to, Lino wanted to call the rest of the Thundercats, but Munkin covered his mouth and then he eventually got to say ho. Do you remember that? episode i don't remember that no no oh, okay uh, i'll i'll well, we reenact that with you just right now listen we can do that yeah. I, I don't remember uh, offhand but all you have to say when i finish talking all you have to say yeah. is thunder thunder thundercats oh when i finish oh okay talking. yeah okay i'll do the slife and monkey in and you come in with lino yeah okay okay so yeah the sword feast the sword where, where, that's what we're trying to do. Thunder, 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 thundercats. Oh, the thundercats, they're loose. That's great. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I've got a childhood dream now with Lino. I've done a scene with Lino. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. That was good. Um, that was very good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being such a good sport. Absolute thank you for star. being on this podcast. As Stax just said, you're an absolute star, Larry. Um, you are a friend for life now. I'm sorry, you're stuck with us for life. <laughs> We're going to be your pals, and that's that. Um, Larry, it's always nice to make new friends, guys. It is always, always nice. To nice. Make new friends. <laughs> Maybe we can be the new Thundercats, but I'm not going to be Jintara. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. You'd look, you'd look awfully good in that leotard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the trainers, Larry? Have you seen the, the Thundercat trainers that Puma has just launched? Oh yes, I just saw yeah, that I yesterday. Saw them recently as well. I, I took yeah. some shots just yeah. in case you hadn't, man. They're quite cool. Yeah, They're quite good. And they, they and they have a Chitara, they have a Chitara one too. Yeah, yeah the Chitara yeah. ones are really good. They they're probably the nicest ones yeah. out, out out the bunch. Right? That's oh, so yeah. cool to see something yeah. back again of, of Thundercats. I don't think they're yeah. going to be released over here, but yeah. they're 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 really cool anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody somebody commented on the, uh, the post that I saw on Facebook with that picture. Said uh, nice, but why do they have to be Pumas? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, it's Thundercats. It works, yeah, yeah. it? It makes sense. That's right. I think that's all the reason. It just works. It just works. A puma's a cat, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but as I say, Larry, thank you again. Thank you again. You don't know how much this means to us. You know how much we've enjoyed doing this podcast and talking with you. Um, it's been an honor, guys. Massive honor. Yeah. It's great to have you. Thank you, you all. all. I've enjoyed it. Yes. I've enjoyed it's been it. Amazing. Uh, 
Thank Maybe you. we do it again yeah. sometime, right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Ever, definitely. A Comic Con yeah. in London, maybe we'll meet up one time. If you ever if you ever make it over to London, I hope so. let yeah. us know, we'll meet yeah. up, definitely. Okay. But I have, can I just thank all the fans in, in, in London and UK who watch Thundercats and Silverhawks and all that. Uh, if you hadn't watched, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to these idiots. You know what I mean? <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yeah, this stands. <laughs> Larry, we got a new one now. Is that is that a big phrase? Is that a big phrase? It's just a catchphrase. This is a catchphrase that we say on the podcast. You understand? Yeah, this stands. Yeah, it's just like we say. Yeah, this stands. Get off, knock it off. You understand what I'm saying to you? Goodbye, guys. <laughs> Great, Larry. Got yes. Thank Take you. Take care, Larry. Thank you so Peace. much. Bye bye. Thundercats are on the move. Thundercats <laughs> are loose. Do the magic in a row. Thundercats are easy. That was good, guys. Larry Kenny, man. Larry Kenny, liner of Thundercats. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. As always, we did. See you guys next time. Old School Movements. We out. Peace. Ho! Duck walks into a bar. He says, uh, you got any grapes? The bartender says, grapes? No, we don't, we don't have any grapes. This is a bar. Get the fuck out of here. Duck leaves, but an hour later comes back and he says, you got any grapes? The guy says, no, I told you an hour ago. We don't have grapes here, okay? We don't sell grapes. We don't use grapes. We don't give away grapes. You come back in here one more time and ask me for grapes, I'm gonna nail your web feet to the fucking floor. Duck leaves. An hour later, he comes back. He says to the guy, got any nails? The guy says, no. He says, you got any grapes? (laughs) (laughs) Those were the days, the days I remember.